愿大家平安。Peace to everyone. 下午我们继续来早上的主题，最奇妙的书。And this afternoon we're going to continue the same topic from the morning that is the most wonderful book. 只有一本书可以经得起所有时间的考验。And there is only one book that can withstand the test of time. 只有一本书可以改变人的生命。And only one book that can transform and change one person's life. 这本书就是圣经。And this book is the Holy Bible. Because the Holy Bible. the Holy Bible. itself, it is the life of God. Because the Bible. says that the Word is life. So we And because God is the Word, that is why we need to study the Bible. 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 We need to study the And so let's look at this article, the second article of faith, and that is to believe in the Holy Bible. Let's all read it together. The Holy Bible, consisting of the Old and New Testaments, inspired by God, the only scriptural truth and the standard for Christian living. 我们早上有介绍过什么叫旧约，什么叫新约。And this morning we have introduced the Old and the New Testament。还有旧约、新约、圣经六十六卷怎么样的组成 ？And also how the Old and New Testament, all sixty-six books, how they were canonized。也有讲到有关于圣啊圣经啊，并没有在久远的年代当中的翻译当中流失，它的准确度是可以信的。And we can also believe in the accuracy of the Bible、um, translation that there is no loss in translation over the years. 让我们看到死海古卷的发现，证明我们现在用的圣经跟几千年前神启示先知写下来的是一样的。And also the great archaeological discovery of the Dead Sea Scrolls serves to prove that the Bible is accurate. 让我们有讲到过圣经是神所默示的。And we've also mentioned that the Holy Spirit. The Holy Bible is being breathed out by the Spirit of God. Ah, this sentence is very special. Let's read it once more. And this、um, verse is very unique. Let's read it all together. Timothy, Second Timothy, Let's all turn to Second Timothy, Chapter Three, Second Timothy, Chapter Three, Verse Sixteen. Let's read it together. The Bible is God-breathed. 于教训、读者、使人归正、教导人学艺，都是有益的。那这里说圣经神所默示的。So over here it says that the scripture is given by the inspiration of God. 啊，下一页了已经啊 ，page page twenty eight。所谓的默示，这是神吹气的意思。So here the word inspiration means that it is breathed out. 圣经是神吹气出来产生的。And that is to say, the Bible is being breathed out by God. 那到底神吹什么出来 ？So what did God breathe out? 神造亚当的时候，把他造好了，但是他却死翘翘的躺在那边。And when God created Adam, he was just made of dust, and he is just a dead dust. 但是神对他的鼻孔吹了一口气。But yet God breathed into the nostril of Adam. 这一口气叫做生气，就是生命的气息。And that this Breath is the breath of life. 哎，他就活过来了。And then Adam, the dust being, grew out of the dust. 不但肉体活过来。Not just did his physical being become alive. 还有神的生命在他里面。He also had the life of God inside him. 所以这口气也代表神的生命。So therefore, this breath is the breath of God. 哦，那那些文字也是一样，文字本来是死的。So in the same way, these words, black and white on the paper, it is also dead. 但是神给他们吹气了。But God has breathed out His life. 用他的灵感动了先知，把他的话写下来。And God, He inspired all the writers by His word. 所以这些字就不是平面的，不是在纸上面的而已。And that is why these words are not just black and white on paper. 它是立体的。But it becomes three-dimensional. It's not just three-dimensional, but it's also four-dimensional. And that is, it's going beyond time. It can enter into your life. 还有呢，第十七节说可以改变你的生命，可以让你成为完全。And then verse seventeen, it says that the man of God can be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. 你看第十七节哦，叫赎神的人得以完全。Here, verse seventeen says that the man of God, those who belong to God, may become complete. What is a servant? 
What does it mean to belong to God? Because after you have been baptized, you belong to God. But after you have been baptized, does that mean that you're perfect? Many of our ways and conduct are not perfect. So that is why we need to always study the Bible. Because when you study the Bible, then it's like you're allowing God's breath to enter into your being. And you are just like Adam, just a piece of dust lying on the ground. But once the word of God entered into you, the life of God entered into you, then you can stand up, you can be alive again doing all good work. And that you can live according to the will of God. So then the question is, how does God breathe out his life unto you? When you read and study the Bible, that is the time when God is breathing his life into you. Let's all turn to the book of John. Gospel of John, chapter 6. Gospel of John, chapter 6, verse 63. This is also a very important verse. Let's read it out loud together. It is the Spirit who gives life. So over here, Lord Jesus points out the reality of the spiritual realm. What is this one thing that allows you to live? So it is not the flesh that allows you to be alive. So do you think that you just eat, you drink, you take vitamins, and then you're alive? And that every day you go out for your exercise and that you massage here and there, you think you can be alive? The fact that today you can still be alive, it is because your spirit and soul is still dwelling inside you. But if God take away your spirit, doesn't matter how well you take care of yourself, you will still lose life at that moment. And what is most important is that when we are alive, the Spirit of God lives inside us. And this is a spiritual life. So how do we allow our spiritual life to thrive? Lord Jesus says here that the words that I speak to you are spirit. This is very important verse. He says that these are the words that I speak to you. It is not just in the Old Testament. And this morning we talk about chapter 5, verse 39. And John 5, 39. So over here it says that you search the scriptures, for in them you think that you have eternal life. So when Jesus mentioned over here, Lord Jesus referred the scriptures as Old Testament. Because the Old Testament is going to prophesy the coming of Jesus Christ. Of course there is life. But the Old Testament is not enough. And then Jesus says that the words that I speak to you, this refer to the New Testament. Then that turns back us back to John 6, 63. These are the words that I speak to you, and it is life. They are life. So that tells us that the New Testament are the words spoken by Lord Jesus. They are also the words of life. So therefore today, if you're sitting over here, you're dozing off, life cannot enter into you. And if you're serving on the phone, and even if you're hearing the words of God, it cannot enter into your heart. And if your mind is wandering in outer space, of course the word of God cannot enter into your heart. And also maybe you hear the words of God in one year and it's out in the other, you won't transform. So therefore do not belittle this time of worship. 
不要少看你在家里打开圣经的时候。So don't belittle the time, the quiet time of Bible study at home. 神的神的话语，你打开，你接受了。Because when you open up the words of God, you will receive life. 就是灵，就是生命。And it is the spirit, it is life. 所以你可以看到啊，神对亚当吹气是个灵嘛，对不对 ？So therefore, when we see how God breathed out life into Adam, he became alive. 因为个灵，神的灵。And that is because of the spirit of God. 那今天神的灵也透过他的话语给我们。Today, in the same way, through the words of God, the Holy Spirit will enter into our heart. 因为主说，我跟你说的话就是灵。Because Jesus says over here, the words that I speak to you, it is spirit, it is life. 所以你今天领受什么？ So today, what are you receiving? 如果我们常常领受神的话 ，So if we always receive the words of God, 你的生命灵命一定是坚强，一定是长进的。Then your spiritual life will definitely be strong, and it will definitely be abundant. 但是很可惜，今天我们领受世界的东西远远超过我们领受神的话。But today it is very sad because we have received much more from the media and from the world outside than the word of God. 看下一下一个图啊。And let's look at the next um screen. So I found a picture that is very, very, very sarcastic. And I found this picture that is very sarcastic. Now we have computers, we have unlimited access. And because now we have the internet, it allows us limited access to all the information out there. From the first time we wake up, we touch our phone. So in the first moment we wake up, we touch our phone. So in the first moment we wake up, we touch our phone. So in the first moment we wake up, we touch our phone. So in the first moment we wake up, we touch our phone. So in the first moment we wake up, we touch our phone. So in the first moment we wake up, we touch our phone. So in the first moment we wake up, we touch our phone. So in the first moment we wake up, we touch our phone. So in the first moment we wake up, we touch our phone. So in the first moment we wake up, we touch our phone. So in the first moment we wake up, we touch our phone. So in the first moment we wake up, we touch our phone. So in the first moment we wake up, we touch our phone. So in the first moment we wake up, we touch our phone. So in the first moment we wake up, we touch our phone. So in the first moment we wake up, we touch our phone. So in the first moment we wake up, we touch our phone. So in the first moment we wake up, we touch our phone. So in the first moment we wake up, we touch our phone. So in the first moment we wake up, we touch our phone. So in the first moment we wake up, we touch our phone. So in the first moment we wake up, we touch our phone. So in the first moment we wake up, we touch our But most of the things that we like to watch, they are of little or no value. 垃圾有两个特特质。And there are two characteristics of garbage. 第一就是占空间。And first, they take up space. 你有垃圾在，你的位置就没有了。If you have garbage over here, then the space is gone. 你心中充满的垃圾，那你给神的空间你就没有了。So in the same way, if your heart is full of the garbage of the world, you have no space left for God. 为什么现在的人打开圣经读不下去 ？Why is it that today people have no patience in reading the Bible when they open it up? 听道理，听一下下就觉得很无聊。And when they listen to the sermon, they find it so boring. 那心中已经没空间了。Because why? They have no space in their heart left for God. So how can the word of God enter into their heart? 垃圾有第二个特性，就是脏。And the second characteristic of garbage is that it is filthy. 今天很多东西，我们外面接受的资讯都会弄脏我们的心灵。And also today, a lot of the information and the stuff that we got from the world outside, they will make our heart filthy. 今天我们的心很脏。Today our heart is very defiled. 充满不好的欲望。It is full of filthy desires. 充满仇恨，充满愤怒。Full of hatred, full of anger. 因为我们被垃圾充满了。Because our heart is being filled with all kinds of garbage. 如果领受垃圾，你就变成垃圾。So if you receive garbage, you will turn out to become a garbage yourself. 那领受神的灵，领受神的话，你就变成越来越像神。But if you, on the other hand, receive the word of God, receive the spirit of God, then you will become a spiritual person. 那我们再来看这个圣经啊，是我们信仰唯一的根据。And next, let's look at the Bible as the foundation of our faith. Only 啊 ，only scriptural truth 啊。The Bible is the only scriptural truth. 不是唯，不是其中之一的根据，是唯一的根据。It's not one of the truth, but it is the only scriptural absolute truth. 两个礼拜之前我们讲了独一真神。And two weeks ago, we talked about the only one true God. 神是独一的，这是唯一的意思。And our God is only one. That is His absolutely one. 如果你相信真神耶稣基督，你就不会相信别的神，别的就不是神。That is to say, if you believe in the one true God who is Jesus Christ, you won't believe in any other gods. 那如果你相信圣经，它是唯一的。So if you believe the Holy Bible as the only scriptural truth, 就没有别的书可以跟它同等。That is to say, it will be far above all other kinds of books. None of them can compare. 你也不可以更改它。You cannot change. 这个就是唯一的意思。That means it's absolute. 对不起啊，很多现在的人不喜欢“唯一”这个字。
And it is true that today many people out there they don't like to hear the word absolute. 因为人觉得说为什么要逼我们接受唯一的东西 ？Because people will think that why are you forcing me to accept this one absolute、um, truth? 现在有多元文化，多元的这种呃标准。That is to say, our mind must be open to diversity of different truth out there. 但是神的话没有多元的。But our God's words is not of diversity. 神的救恩也不是多多重选择。And also the salvation of God is not a choice out of the different diversity of faith. 你只是选择要还是不要 ？Is either you choose yes or no. 你要的话就要跟着神的标准去走。So if you say yes to God, then you have to follow His path. 所以圣经的真理是绝对的。So that is to say, the truth of the Bible it is absolute. 不可以增加，不可以更改。You cannot add to it. You cannot change、oh, the words of God. Let's all turn to the book of Galatians, chapter one. 第六到八节 Galatians chapter one, verse six to eight. 来加拉太书一章的六节到八节 Galatians one six to eight. Galatians one verse six. I marvel that you are turning away so soon from Him who called you in the grace of Christ. To a different gospel, verse seven, which is not another, but there are some who trouble you and want to pervert the gospel of Christ. Verse eight, but even if we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel to you than what we have preached to you, let him be accursed. 好，我们基督徒啊，不应该随便咒诅别人，这个我们都知道了。So as Christians, we know that we should not curse other people. 但是保罗说，在一种情况之下，你可以咒诅人。Paul says over here that under one condition you can curse the other person. 就是那个人是应该被咒诅。And because that person, he is worthy to be accursed. 什么情况之下 ？And what is this kind of situation? 这个人无论是使徒、传道、长子，或者是天使都好啊。So it doesn't matter whether this person it is he is a minister, a worker of God, or even an angel. 如果他来跟你传另外一个福音。If he come and preach to you a different gospel, 跟你之前领受的不一样 ，and it is different from what you have prior received. 比如说他以前告诉你要守安息日 ，for example, before he tell you to observe the Sabbath. 啊，你领受了 ，and then now you have received this Sabbath truth. 现在他告诉你说，其实不一定礼拜六安息日，星期天也可以。But now on the other hand, he turn around and says that well, it is okay. You can also worship on Sunday. 那他这是传一个你跟你领受的不一样了。That means now he is preaching a different gospel from what you have already received. Oh, 那保罗说了，这个人应该被咒诅。So then Paul says that this person should be accursed. 为什么那么严重呢 ？Why is it so serious? 你想想看，如果有人把毒放在你的食物里面，让你吃了拉肚子，甚至生病，甚至死了，这个人可不可恶 ？So think about it. If someone were to put poison into your food and you have diarrhea and you almost um you know go to the hospital, isn't this person an evil person? 当然你会咒诅他。Of course, you will curse this person to death. You, you, why are you bringing death upon me? If I put poison in your food, you will certainly die. That you will die. 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 You But yet, if someone were to give you a false gospel, 就是更改了原来福音的内容 ，a perverted gospel from the original scriptural truth， 更改了这个教义 ，and it has been perverted the articles of faith。那你相信呢 ？Then now you believe。但是你信了一个错误的福音，你上不了天国。And now you believe in a false gospel that prevented you from entering into heaven。他害你下地狱啊 ！So this person is bring death upon you, bring you down to hell。如果你全家都跟着他，你就全。So if the whole family were to follow this person, then the whole family will go to hell as well. 那你说可不可恶 ？So isn't this person an evil person? 哇，那保罗说，当时加拉太教会就是这样。And that's the situation in the Church of Galatia at that time. 就是有人混混乱的圣经的道理，混乱的教义真道。And that is to say that someone has come and pervert the gospel. 哎呀，所以保罗说啊，不要跟随他们了。So Paul he warned them not to follow this. Antichrist. That if someone says, "Oh, I, 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 I,
So be careful, do not be deceived. 我们看启示录第二十二章 Let's turn to Revelation twenty-two. 二十二章的十八节 Revelation twenty-two. 十八节 Verse eighteen. 启示录二十二章十八节 Revelation twenty-two, verse eighteen. 十八十九节，这一节这两节很重要，大家一起大声读 Verse eighteen and nineteen. Let's read it out loud. 啊，坐直一点，大声读就会提起精神啊 Let's sit up straight and read it out loud. 一二三。我向一切听接着树上预言的做见证。若人在这预言上加添什么，神必将死在这树上的灾祸加在他身上。十九节。这树上的预言，若有人撇弃什么，神必从这死在树上的生命树和圣城删去他的份。阿门。这里是警告我们，圣经非常的严肃。So over here, the Bible gave us a very serious warning. 神的启示到启示录这边就没有了，最后了。Because God's revelation has come to a conclusion in this book of Revelation. 如果你再在启示录之外，整个圣经到这里结束了，神的启示结束了之后，你再加东西进去。And that is to say, upon the last book, the final book of the book of Revelation, you still add an extra book on top of it. 这神就把灾祸加在你身上。Then here it says that God will add to that person plagues that are written in this book. 圣经没有的东西。And that is to say the truth that is outside of the Bible. 譬如说，圣经没有说要庆祝圣诞，你就加一个庆祝圣诞上去。So take for example, the Bible never tell you to celebrate Christmas, and you add Christmas celebration on top. 没有叫你庆祝复活，你要加一个庆祝复活。And the Bible never tell you to observe Easter, and now you celebrate Easter. 没有叫你庆祝这个星期天当主日，你也加进去。And the Bible never tell you to worship God on Sunday, which is the Lord's day. And then here you claim that this is revelation from God. God revealed it to me. 不行啊，不可以加的。You cannot do that because you cannot add to God's word. 有一些教派呢，他除了圣经之外呢，还用别的经书来作为他们信仰的标准。And then there are some churches, um, some Christian denomination, other than the Bible, they also have other apocrypha. 比如说摩门教。Take for example the Mormon church. 除了圣经之外，他们说。我们的摩门经啊，也是神启示的，跟圣经的同等的地位。And other than the Holy Bible, they say that we also have the Book of Mormon, the same level status as the Holy Bible. 这是他们的信仰。That is what they believe. 但是我们的信仰，这只有圣经，唯一圣经。But our faith, what we believe, that only the Bible is the absolute truth. 不可以增加圣经以外的东西。You cannot add any other perverted gospel onto it. 那也不可以从原有东西拿走啊。And you cannot also remove any truth from the Bible. 比如说，圣经里面要守安息圣日。So take for example, the Bible tell us to worship God on the Sabbath day. 但是大部大部分的基督徒就把这一条拿走了。But most Christian denominations they take away Sabbath worship. 我们不敢。But then we don't dare to do so. 就算我们不是主流，跟大家不一样。Yes, we may not be mainstream churches like most of the churches out there. 我们一定要跟着圣经走。But yet we must obey God and follow the Bible. 不然的话，我们怎么敢跟神交代？以后的信仰，以后面对神，怎么样可以站得住 ？If not, how can we be accountable to God when we face Him in the future? 好，那这个圣经除了是唯一的信仰根据之外 ，So yes, the Bible, other than it being the only scriptural truth， 我们也要把它用成为我们生活的准则。We must also use the Bible as the moral compass of our life。我们怎么叫做呃生活的准则 ？What does it mean that the Bible is the moral compass of our life？Standard of Christian living。As a standard of Christian living。我们知道什么东西都有标准。And we know that there's standards to everything. You 开去开车出去，你就跟着那个线跑，那跟着一个红绿灯。And when you drive, you have to follow all the traffic rules. 你不能说我用我的标准。You cannot say that I'm using my own rules. 加拿大是车子在开右边嘛，哈。And in Canada, we drive on the right side of the road. 有一些国家是开左边的。And some countries they drive on the left side of the road. 你不能说我在我的国家是开左边的，我来这边也要开左边。And you cannot claim that well, from my country we drive on the right side. So when I visit other country, I will still drive on the right side. 你来这边，你就跟着这个地方的这个交通规则。But when you visit the other country, if they drive on the left side, you have to follow along. 那神的话语，神是创造世界的创造者。
And God, He is the creator of the entire universe. And in the same way, if our life is to be blessed by God, we must follow His rules and regulations. So how, so how can we achieve the standard of Christian living? Let's all turn to the book of James. James 1 verse 22 James 1 verse 22 Let's read it all together James 1 22 不要单单听到，不要单单听到，不要单单听到，不要单单听到，不要单单听到，不要单单听到，不要单单听到，不要单单听到，不要单单听到，不要单单听到，不要单单听到，不要单单听到，不要单单听到，不要单单听到，不要
So when we talk about the standards of Christian living, it is to compare ourselves to the Bible. In the same way, when you're driving, are you obeying the rules? Did you go beyond the line? Are you driving in places that you shouldn't drive? And sometimes we, when we see a police car tailgating us, then we realize that, oh, we are speeding. And it's too late for you to slam the brakes when you see the police So you must always self-reflect as to where you have gone wrong. Because this is the absolute truth. It is most complete. It gives us liberty. Because the word of God is most complete. You are the one who is not complete. And sometimes, man, it is very interesting. We cannot achieve it. Then we blame it on the law of God. Because remember, God will not give you rules that is beyond your ability. So don't find excuses for yourself. It is because we are just lazy and slothful. We are stubborn. And then we give ourselves so many excuses and not change. God's word is complete. We are the one who is lacking. And the words of God is not to bind you. Some people claim that, oh, it is so sad to become a Christian. I cannot do, um, you know, all this bad stuff like dancing and drinking and smoking and watching pornography. I cannot deceive other people. And there is a truth seeker um, coming to our church for a long time. And then he accompanied his wife. And then he always tells his wife, hear more truth. It is wonderful to listen to the sermons, go to church more often. And sometimes the wife becomes lazy. He will actually remind his wife, how come you're not going to church today? And sometimes he will come to church himself. But yet he just is reluctant to get baptized. Why? So other people ask him, why don't you get baptized? And then he says that preacher, you know, I'm a businessman. If I get baptized, and I cannot cheat. But I'm a businessman, you know, I have to make business. And I have so many bad habits. Once I get baptized, I cannot do them no more. So therefore, he is reluctant to get baptized. Because he, to his mentality is such that when he, once he gets baptized, he loses all freedom. So he must be telling to himself, well, at least now I can enjoy all the freedom I have until the last few days of my life. That's the time when I will get baptized. He knows how to calculate his life. So is that really true? But his thinking is really downright wrong. Because God's word is not to bind you so that you lose all kind of freedom. But rather God's word is to give you true liberty. Let's turn to the Gospel of John. Gospel of John chapter 6. Chapter 8. Chapter 8, verse 32. Let's read it out loud. So this verse is so precious. So what does that mean? If there is true freedom, that means there's also false freedom. What is false freedom? So false freedom are the freedom that are man-made. False freedom are the worldly thinking that I can just do whatever I desire and please. 
because it is my desire. If I want to smoke, I smoke. If I want to gamble or watch pornography, it is my freedom. So is that true freedom? Because once you smoke a cigarette, you get addicted. Can you stop yourself? Now you take um, drugs. Can you just cut it right away? And if you're addicted to alcohol, can you just drop it? In fact, if you are being bind by all this substance abuse, you lose your freedom. No, doesn't matter how much money you pour into it, you still have to give in. And what hurt, hurts your body, you still go ahead. And what breaks up your family, you cannot even stop it. Because you are being bound by your evil desires. And this whole world is being bound by the evil of the Devil. But the devil is very, very smart. He allowed these people to think that they are free. And just like what people are thinking, well, if I were to live in the prison, it's so wonderful. I get free food, I get free space, I don't have to pay rent. And I don't even have to pay tax in the prison. People who work out there, they have to pay tax So if you think that this way, then living in the prison is so great. But of course, you are being deceived. So if you are living in the prison, what kind of freedom are you talking about? So today in the same way, we are just like people like that. That are being cheated. So Lord Jesus says that you must know the truth. Because Lord Jesus Himself is the truth. And that this truth will give you true freedom. Because you truly come to know Jesus. And that you truly accept the truth. Then you will have the strength to say goodbye to all the bad habits of the past. And in the past, you keep smoking cigarettes, you just can't stop. So you pray and rely on God to help you cut this habit. I don't need all this um, cigarette. And maybe you're addicted to alcohol or gambling or um, pornography on the internet. So pray and rely upon God. And use the word of God to fill up the void of your heart. And you always listen to the truth, always draw close to God. And then you will become further and further away from all the evil desires. And then slowly over time, you don't need them anymore. And it's not because you are bound to them, it's because you don't need them anymore. Because you're already satisfied. So in fact, a lot of the substance abuse came about because of the emptiness of the heart. And if you look at all the celebrities, some of them, they are addicted to a lot of substance abuse in the dark. Because their heart is so empty. So they've, because they've already received fame and success, what else is there to strive for? So then now they, are, they turn around and get bound by all this substance abuse. So that is why we need to come back to the word of God. It will make us free. So at first, you may be bound by the truth for a while. It is true. The word of God will straighten you up. It seems like you have lost a little bit of freedom. But in fact, the word of God is giving you the utmost Freedom. That is to say, you must first lose some false freedom in order to gain the true freedom. And definitely, this is not easy to achieve. You must break through your thinking and that to realize that is the truth. Because the word of God is true. And then there's another verse that is very important. 
Let's turn to the book of Hebrews, chapter 4. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. Hebrews 4, verse 12. And this is also a very important verse. Um, please underline this. Hebrews 4, verse 12. Let's read it. For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. So over here it says that the word of God is not just the standard of our Christian living, it will also straighten us up. Here it says that what is the word of God? Here it says that the word of God is living. In the original text, it means that the word of God is alive, it is not dead. So whether it is alive or dead, there is a big difference. Some things are very beautiful, but it is artificial. For example, artificial flowers, yes, is very lovely, but it has no life. It remains its look forever in the same plastic way. But for a flower that is true and living in the garden, when it's wilted, it will grow again next year. And every time you behold the flower, each time is so different. And the same way, when you read any book um, out there, you read it once and that's enough, you won't read it the second time. And even though you may read it at most twice, you won't read it ten times. Because it has no life, it is written by man. So take for example a novel, no matter how good it is, you read it once and you're done. And you won't study word by word and read it ten times. And once I read it, it and, that, and, and I'm done with it. But the Bible, the Word of God, is different. The Word of God is life, itself carries life. So when you're young, when you read the Bible, you may not feel anything. And when you, and when you enter middle age, you read it, you may have some kind of reflection. And then in your senior years, when you read the same verse again, you will have a different kind of reflection. And when you're joyful, when you read it, it gives you a different sense of feeling. And the same verse can give you a different level of comfort when you meet trials in life. And just like when you look at the natural world, the mountains, the birds, the skies, they are constantly changing because they carry life. Yes, the word of God doesn't change, but it is according to your needs at different stages of your life that it will fulfill you. And that is to say, the words of God carry a certain dynamics. It is so spiritual. And over here it says that the word of God it carries um it carries great function. So what kind of analogy does it compare to? So over here the word of God is likened to a double-edged sword. What is a double-edged sword? Double-edged sword means that it is sharpened on both sides of the blade. It's not just one side of the blade that is sharpened, it is on both sides. What does that mean? And that is to say, the double-edged sword of God, it will pierce two through you, carrying two different kind of functions. Because the word of God can comfort you, especially when you're sad and downtrodden. But also the word of God will um, correct you. 
责备你 ，rebuke 你。It will rebuke you。做的不好，你怎么可以这样子？哎，神的话读到的时候，有时候刀子割进去，有时候很难受哎。And the word of God will rebuke you. Sometimes it feels like a sword being pierced into your heart. You feel so bad. 我们不要挑啊，不要挑那个哦，福气啊，恩典啊，挑那个来读。有些人喜欢挑圣经来读。And so some people they are very selective in their Bible reading. They also they only want to read the words of blessing. 读圣经或者听到不是吃 buffet。So when you read the Bible or study Bible, you are not taking a buffet. 什么叫吃 buffet？ 吃自助餐。What does it mean to have a buffet？ 哎，这个肉我喜欢。Oh, I like this meat. 有人吃 buffet 什么不吃？吃那个虾子一大盘，哇，五六十只。他说我要回本。Some people they go to buffet, they don't touch anything but just the prawn. 哇，生鱼片，整整整整堆生鱼片。Or just the um the raw fish, the sashimi. 是挑自己喜欢的这一大盘，自己不喜欢的看都不看。And they will fill their plates full with these um food that they desire. They will just neglect all the rest. 你这样吃啊，长期这样吃会吃死自己啊。And so if you eat it in this way, then you bring death upon yourself. 神的话语双刃的利剑。The word of God, it is a double-edged sword. 有时候你读了，哎呀，安慰你，感谢主。So thank God. Sometimes when you read the Bible, it comforts you. But sometimes the Bible will rebuke you. How come you're so stubborn? It's actually pointing you out. So if we read the Bible, we listen to the sermon, and we don't feel that it is talking about us. Then you're just wasting your time. We 听到读经的时候，要感觉到神在对我讲话，因为这是神的生命来的。So that is to say, when you listen to the sermon and studying the Bible, remember it is pointing to you yourself. 还有呢，这把刀很利哦，这手术刀啊。And remember, this sword it is very sharp. It's sharper than just like it's like a surgical blade. 它是比全世界的刀更更利更快。And it is sharper than any blade out there. 听说以前中国有一有一个古剑，哇，那个。越王勾践的那个宝剑，非常的非常的锋利，找到了那个那个这个已经找到了，有一把宝剑。So it goes to say that there is a certain um very famous sword um in antiquity in um 中国啊中国 in China 春秋战国时代的 in in China and 越王勾践 and that um they have found this blade um um through the archaeological discovery 哇几千年前就可以找到一把。And that is to say, several thousands years ago, they can make such, they can actually manufacture such a sharp blade. 啊，以前的形容是削铁如泥，好像削那个铁，好像像泥一样，把它把它烧掉。And then they can just use the sword and cut anything, like just slicing a dust. 或者头发掉进去，自动会剖开两边。They can, it can actually just cut through a strand of hair. 这个是很快、很利的宝剑。That is to say, that sword is very sharp and very swift. 但是圣经，神的话语比一切最厉害的宝剑还快、还锋利。But yet the word of God, it is sharper and even more swift than any sword out there. 他要砍什么呢 ？So what does this sword, uh, what is it trying to cut? 他不是砍砍石头，不是砍树。It's not going to cut any tree down or any stone. 他要砍你的灵魂啊。This sword is going to pierce your soul. 魂与灵，把它剖开了。It will pierce even to the division of soul and spirit. 我们知道我们现在看到的就是你的肉体嘛，你跟我的肉体啊，最表面那层皮啊。And now, of course, when you look at one another, we're just looking at the most outer skin of every person. 啊，你心里面想什么，别人不知道。What are you thinking in your heart? No one knows. 神知道啊。But God knows. 你在听到你的时候，神的话语，其实讲到的人不是在讲你，你不要骂他。Because The word of God. Remember, the sermon speaker is not actually scolding you. Don't scold the sermon speaker. 神的仆人，讲道的人不会特别准备一篇道理来讲某一个人，没有的，没有这种事的。Because the sermon speaker or the pre or any preacher, they are not preparing a sermon just for you alone. 圣经讲什么，写什么，他们就讲什么。Because whatever the Bible says, that is what they preach. 神感动他们讲什么，他就讲什么。So whatever God's spirit will to move the servant of God, that is what the servant of God will preach. 或是有时候你打开圣经，你刚好今天读到这一段。Sometimes you open up the Bible and you fallen onto a certain paragraph. 或是你在网络上面随便按一篇道理，诶，就是讲到你啊。And then, or perhaps you just um turn on the internet and listen to a sermon online. 讲到你，你不要生气。So if you hear the sermon and you feel like it's pointing at you, do not be angry. 是神的道要帮你动手术啊。Because the word of God is performing a surgery upon your heart. 把你的里面的灵。破开啊 ！And the word of God is going to divide your soul and your spirit. 破开啊
to divide your soul and spirit. Why is that so? Because you have a tumor, cancerous, you have a cancerous tumor in you. And that is that spiritual tumor inside your heart. Your sin inside your heart. Your, your pride inside your heart. And of course, on the outside, we'll maintain a certain level of wellness. No one can see. And we are very hospitable. We say, Hallelujah, peace to you, praise the Lord. We are such good actors and actresses. We know how to perform in the church. But what is really inside you, deep down? So if you allow the word of God to enter into your heart, once it pierces yourself through, you have too many poison tumors um, cell inside your heart. And also you have some bad thoughts. The word of God will help you to discern that your thoughts are not right. Because if you always study the word of God, you will realize that your thoughts are going astray from his word. Because God's word is going to pierce us and divide our spirit and soul. Let's look at verse 13 together. And there is no creature hidden from his sight, but all things are naked and so God is using His Word to open up our hearts. So we must also know that our heart has been divided. So since our heart has been opened, we must come to the realization that, O Lord, Your Word is performing a surgery on me every day and to take away all the things that you do not like and to take away all the evil intents and thoughts of my heart. So as we discern our thoughts and intents of our heart, we will reach His standard. Then in future, we can enter into the heavenly kingdom. So think about this. So will God allow people who does not carry the image of Jesus into to heaven. Say for example, you are baptized, but you don't look like Lord Jesus. Your heart and your intent of your desire are not like Jesus. Your conduct and your thoughts. So we must really rely upon God's power. And the second article of our basic belief, not just believe that the Bible is the only scriptural truth, we must believe that the Holy Bible is the life of God. It is the life of God. It is the one that will change our lives. May God help us. Let's sing him. Let's sing him 25.